A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Teresa Rose. Thank you very much. And we're going to be talking about the energy of persuasion using show and tell, something called crystallization. Got no idea what that is. And that's the point of this show is I don't know. I'm about to learn with you, the audience, from Teresa. But before we start, we always talk about brand searches. And this is the search result for Teresa Rose. And there is a writer called Teresa Rose. And we have Teresa Rose Presents LLC, which I imagine is your company. Mm-hmm. And you're right at the top with a lovely orange jumper. Um, yeah. What we see in Google now is these great images. So it's really important to have the images on the pages. Every single page needs a main image that Google can show in the SERPs. And that is a great choice that you made. Talking of images, this is something we're now seeing, um, which we didn't see before, is the image boxes have changed from that to that. And this is Google making its results even more multimedia, even more interactive. And it's the start of the future of search, which is generative AI. And this is just the beginning. And if you're interested in all this, join the CaliCube Knowledge Panel and Brand SERP Support Group on Facebook. Search for that on Google, and it will bring you straight to us. And you can geek out with us about Knowledge Panels, Brand SERPs, and online reputation management. And then I thought I would show Teresa Rose Presents LLC Minneapolis. Um, that's a great business profile. And you've got the map across the whole thing. And I don't know how you did it. I, I, it must be magic, Jason. <laughs> Brilliant. So I will <laughs> investigate that at a later date. Um, but your company carries your name, and that can potentially be a problem because Google gets confused. Hmm. because it's ambiguous, which is the company and which is you. And as long as you always say, Teresa Rose presents, especially with the LLC, it will make sense to Google. But if you take off the LLC, Teresa Rose presents is actually presents what? We're asking ourselves that question. Oh. It looks like the beginning of the sentence. Mm-hmm. So that's a potential problem. And I was talking to a client earlier on about branding and choosing a brand name. And it's much, much, much more involved than one would imagine. And that ambiguity for Google is a great way to judge whether a brand name works or not. Okay. That's really good. That's good for me to know because that's, you know, as part of what I do, I uh, consult with uh, and uh, and certainly help crystallize thought leaders. So having some knowledge about the uh, yeah. efficacy of their brand name as I'm doing the work that I'm doing is really great. So thank you for teaching me right off the bat. Brilliant. Wonderful. So I get to teach you a little bit just before you teach me a lot. You are listening to Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. Now, back to the show. Um, and and the, the point about brand names is all about ambiguity, understandability, and distinctiveness. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of questions. There's never one simple answer for everybody, but it's something that people perhaps don't think enough about and should really think about. Much, much more. Um, my ex-business partner had a company called Brazzaville, which is actually a town or a city in Africa. Mm. So his company name made it look like he, he was based in Africa, but he was actually based in Paris. Okay. 
So you yep. end up with this confusion and yeah. it's a fight yeah. to get Google to understand, and indeed even people. But back to the topic today, which is the energy of persuasion using, using show and tell and crystallization. Now, I've got multiple questions to start with because I don't understand what you're talking about or sorry, not what you're talking about, what you've written down. Number one is what is show and tell? I'm British. I've got no idea. Yeah, thank you. And I am so grateful that you brought that up because uh, I am actually mentioning <clears throat> mentioning show and tell in my TEDx talk that I'm doing at the end of this month. Uh, and so I want to, uh, it's it's wonderful that I have this uh, international uh, perspective of show and tell. Uh, so when we're kids here in America, some of us, uh, we would do things like uh, to get, you know, from kindergarten to maybe third, fourth grade, and then we grew out of it, mm. you know, it was too, it was too nerdy. Um, but we would be able to bring something from home. For example, I'm just going to choose something. So here's a little uh, from a networking group, and it's a phone right. holder, right? It's a phone holder. And I have her with me all the time. This is, I could show and tell this. I could say, this tells a lot about me right? Mm -hmm. By just pointing to it. I could tell you that I'm a part of a, uh, you know, executive women's networking group for six and seven figure business owners across the country who get together and call themselves the dames, or I could show and tell the story. Brilliant. Okay. Right. So that's the idea is I have a, uh, an approach and a philosophy, Jason, that, uh, that I believe that the, the biggest pain point that, uh, businesses have primarily my sweet spot is, uh, uh personal brands, thought leadership brands, uh, s you know, smaller businesses. I don't like working with, I shouldn't say that to the universe. That's not true. I was going to say, I don't like working with big organizations, but I do. I just want to make mm -hmm. sure that, um, that it's, uh, you know, kind of organized in the right way for, for rapid decision-making. Um, oh, that is a huge problem. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yes, no, please big do. corporations, one thing we're doing is avoiding them because of yeah. the slow decision-making. Exactly. Exactly. It can't actually be effective. And then we get criticized for not doing our work. And you're saying, well, actually, it's because it's taking you three months what to do what should have taken Thank you. Weeks. Yes, Go exactly. Ahead, I mean, so that's exactly right. So I like working with, you know, uh, executives readying for transition, thought leaders at mm. any stage. And what I find is their number one pain point is lack of clarity. They know mm. that they're great at what they do. They know that they, they can create results for their clients, but they can't articulate it succinctly, consistently, and clearly to people. So what I do as part of my process as a crystallizer is we take away the words for uh, for a time and we actually start drawing it. We start drawing what makes them different. Show and telling. And that is a really essential part of what I see as uh, uh, really a revolutionary way of, of, of sales is instead of having you and I talk about my services, right? I can actually bring in a third party and that's the cocktail napkin or the visual model of your brilliance and say, we're going to talk about this. So we're triangulating the conversation and we're both focusing on a thing as opposed to you and I having a head-to-head -head sales conversation, right? It starts to uh, create a, a dialogue as opposed to right. I'm trying to sell you. Right. And does it have to be a cocktail napkin or can it be an interface that I've been showing CaliCube Pro? For example, I was demonstrating CaliCube Pro to a potential client agency. I showed them the platform. That's the focus. And then we exchange on that. 
Well, I that that's part of it. But what I would say is the power of cocktail napkin clarity is that it is so simple, A, that a child could understand and that it's not attached to anything that you have to show. So for example, mm. the reason why I choose a cocktail napkin as a techni- as a as a as a technology, as a medium, is because it's uh, always available. You'll always be able to find something to write on. And so it's available and it's small. You mm. you can have a piece of paper somewhere. There's a napkin. There's a napkin within 50 f- yards of you. I promise, right? I can see it. I can see it right over there. Yes. Okay. Anywhere, airplanes, 100%. golf courses, everywhere. So this is a technology that doesn't rely on high tech. It doesn't rely on Wi-Fi. It doesn't rely that the demo platform's working. So this and it's scrunchable. You can put it anywhere. You can meet somebody, and it can go with you. That's huge mobility. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing about it is that it's it, it 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 forces you to create content that is only in this little small thing. Now, of course, I use I use a dry erase board. You know, there's other pieces of technology that I can use. And frankly, I use my body as my model. Like my model is I help people clarify their brilliance so that they can amplify it and then they can monetize, clarify, amplify, monetize. I don't need to draw it on a cocktail napkin. I can talk it, right? And I have clients that can talk their models. So the whole point is, can you get it so crystal clear, so completely crystallized down to its essence that literally you could draw it on a cocktail napkin if you could? Like Simon Sinek's Golden Circle is a cocktail napkin level of clarity. Right, brilliant. Okay, and so the question is, do I use words or do I just draw? Yes. <laughs> you the combina- the beauty of having cocktail napkin clarity with crystallization is a dance of a structure and essential labels. So, for example, my structure that I use for my model is myself, is, is people, right? Everybody's got, mm-hmm. it's the model starts in the heart. So, it's here, here, and here. And there's three words that are attached to it. So, it's, it's not just the words. What makes it so potent as a marketing and a sales vehicle is the fact that it's a visual because the brain takes in pictures 60,000 times faster. It can recognize an image in 13 milliseconds. 90% of the information that we take into our brains is visual. So you want to not just have the essence of the words, you also want to have some sort of visual like Stephen Covey's four quadrants, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There's pictures that help you solidify the information into a place in your brain that only exists for that part, that that person, not just more and more words. Right. Okay, brilliant. So now I have a problem is that I've crystallized our approach to Google search results, i.e. SEO, to understanding credibility and deliverability. So I've got three words, but I've got no idea how to represent them visually. And when you represent it visually, and I like to think, have things represent, represented visually for my clients in a way that isn't just logical, but it's also emotional. Because when mm. you tap into the emotion of it, so for example, uh, one of my clients is uh, a founder and visionary of an organization called Joyly, and it, it has a chair of joy. That's She's built a global movement to tackle the mental health crisis on a, a, like four legs of a chair. Sit breathe, think, feel. You can see the chair in your head now, right? Mm-hmm. And sit, breathe, think, feel. Those are, the, those are the foundations of this thing that she's built that's huge. So having a clarity of what would be a, a part of it that's emotional, not just logical. 
Which, which makes me think, I was immediately thinking, how do I represent those three concepts visually? But in fact, I could just have a three-legged stool. You could, but but here's the thing that I want to uh, engage and offer you as a challenge is um, the more unique you make it, the more you can create something that is aligned with your brand that can evoke emotion around it. So, for example, another client of mine is the National Speakers Association. So, their model that I crystallized with them, their member journey is, is a journey, and it is literally a road that is be a better speaker and build a better business, and those roads go back and forth and they twist and turn like life does. And then they have four pillars that, that, that NSA provides. When you have something that is not just an object or a triangle, a square, a circle, but you actually put more information, you embed more information about even you, your personality, how you run your business. You know, instead of a stool, maybe there's something, I'm just going to brainstorm here, but maybe there's something like, uh, you know, like a, a screen with, um, you know, as part of it, right? Maybe you use screens in in the model and how you do it. And, and it shines out from the core of who you are, who, what your company is. I don't know. I'm just, you know, spitballing no. at the moment, but, but the more into more insight and context you embed in the, in the, in the model, not only the structure, but color movement, form, all those things, you can do an incredible amount of selling and persuading the art of persuasion using show and tell using a simple, clear picture that has the right words on it. Right, which is a great point because I immediately said, oh, a three-legged stool. But at CaliCube, we do everything in threes. We're obsessed by everything in threes. It's a friend of mine who taught me that concept. Yep. So here, for example, we have the three aspects of the cert. The knowledge, the knowledge on the right-hand side, the recommendations on the left-hand side, and generative AI, Google's assessment of its knowledge and its recommendations, and its summary of that at the top. So once again, we've got three things, and I would need a different visual to represent yes. that. A simple, 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 simple one right there. Because then that's the framework. As soon as, because you have this much time. Yep. You, you, the way that you can then dive down into the meat of what you do is after you have established the relationship, after you have a conversation and you're, you're, you're going through the, the, the wealth of what your offer is, but you have a split second to, to capture someone's attention. And the way to do that in a noisy, chaotic, frankly, traumatized world is to have a picture flash in front of them and go, oh, wait, what? And, and have that be enough to go, now I actually actually understand where where he's going. I know the map. This is the map. This is where she or he or they are going to take me. And then you can dive down in. But words aren't going to cut it. We look mm. at GPS. We look at the picture and the words. We look at the little dot moving and the words. So this is what we want to do in this new age of marketing, of crystallized marketing and sales, is to combine them. So as soon as you say, I do this, this, and this, and here's the picture, like Simon's Golden Circle or uh, NSAs or, all, or Maslow's, all those things have a, a, ma a map. That's what you want to give your 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 listeners, your readers, your fans, your mm -hmm. potential new clients, so that then you can take the journey with them. Right, which is absolutely makes total sense. And the idea of being able to glance at something and immediately understand or get the concept before digging down is is hugely valuable. Yeah. Um, my, my next question ooh, on branded search and beyond with Jason Barnard. I'm supposed to say that once an episode, which is the name of the podcast. Fantastic. I know. I yeah, do apologize. Well done. Well done. 
<laughs> Maria tells me off when I don't do it. Um, but back to the question, which is, can you give me a definition of crystallized marketing? Crystallized marketing is uh, a an approach that bases all of your strategic marketing, content development, and offerings based on the visual essence of your value proposition. Right. Okay, brilliant. Which means the first step is I have to have that visual representation on my napkin. Yes. And that's the rub. That's the tough part because what I have found, the re- I stumbled into this business. And yeah. so what I have found is when I started to crystallize myself, um, I'm, I'm a super crazy nerd. So I, the fact that I could do it is highly unusual. And it's just because I've been trained up on contextual models and, and conceptual thinking and, and all sorts of ways that I could do it myself. But it took me a week of like hiding in a in a hole practically to be able to do this for myself. And what I realized is the most brilliant people, Jason, that we're designed not to reach our fullest potential unless someone else who cares, that's an important part, cares that can, that can understand you and support you and see you. So I have all these clients that are incredibly brilliant at what they do. They, what they do is in, so awesome. They they serve so many needs and have such value, but they cannot see it for themselves. Mm. They're drowning in their own brilliance. Okay. And as a result of that, the real magic of what I do and uh, is, is that I, yes, I can crystallize you down to a cocktail napkin, but the more important part of what I do is the co-creation that enables it to do so. Most marketing agencies will send you a meet the brand survey that is got, it's like, a, you know, an elephant on your shoulders that you have to handle, right? What am I? Who am I? What is this? What is that? What's my avatar? What's mm. my, if I were a Muppet, what would I be? You know, all the different things that they ask us. And that is a flawed concept because what you're doing is you're asking someone who cannot see the, their own label, what the label says. Mm-hmm. I investigate their brilliance. I don't ask them to tell me who they are. I find it because they've already been brilliant. They've already mm-hmm. been brilliant. They just can't see it. And so the, the power of crystallization comes from someone seeing you first and then you go oh i oh wow yeah yeah because it cuts through all the noise and it's very very difficult to cut through all your own noise right because you're in your own mind loop you're in your own eco chamber here and it takes someone else to genuinely see you so that you can then whittle it down to be on a cocktail napkin right 100 and the the whole kind of concept of simple is really difficult uh, it's something uh, that I, I I completely adhere to, and I spend a lot of time trying to simplify stuff. And it's a long process. You said a week um, mm-hmm. for the understanding, credibility, deliverability. From the first moment I thought about it to the moment I finalized it was a, a couple of years. Yeah, and yeah. trying to digest all of this stuff and simplify it down. I've got it down to three words. Now I need a visual representation right. in order and- then to expand it out. Not only that, but I would also encourage, because I work with a lot of people who already have half-baked models. They're half-baked. They're, 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 they're solid, and you see them, and they work, but you don't know what else. So when you bring another person into the dialogue of, of your business and your brand, you say they're down to three things. But I, I never crystal, I never draw models for people based on what they say their model is, because mm-hmm. 
they need another set of eyes to look at it. And maybe it's the three words. Maybe it's the perfect mm-hmm. three words. But maybe there's one other or maybe there's a slight de- slight variation, slight, uh, you know, tweaking of it, whatever it might be. I But understanding the totality of who someone is and what the brand is and what their objectives are enables you to choose the best words. And the only way to do that is to have someone else look at it, right? Someone else digest right. your brilliance. Right. Okay. Yeah, but absolutely. And once once you've you've done that, you've got your show and tell napkin. Yeah. You literally get the napkin out when you're selling. Sometimes. Sometimes it depends oh, wow. on well, it depends on where you are. I mean, I I have uh I mean, this is my napkin, right? Draw your brilliance. So mm-hmm. I have them with me, right? Clarify, amplify, monetize. I can I can just do it right there and go, hey, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. And you give it mm-hmm. to them. It's like a business card right? It's a business card that has insight in it, not just here's my contact information and, a, and an airy-fairy promise statement, but like I can show you. I'm showing you and I'm telling you what I can do. Now, do I sell without the cocktail napkin? Absolutely, all day long, okay? And I just can do it like that. And I, and I go, fight me if you don't think that's right. Like I believe so strongly, this is the power of a model that's in visual format, is it's so, it, it gets in, I call it a spirit print. Jason, I call it a spirit print because it's like our fingerprint, except it's the reason why we're here doing what we're doing and in, in this right livelihood of ours. And when we know that so well, we want to share it. And so I could do it with a napkin, but I don't need to, right? Mm-hmm. I can just do it with my body and people understand it. And more importantly than understanding it, they feel it because mm-hmm. that's what makes people part with a 16 digit credit card number is when they feel it inside. Mm-hmm. This is the right solution for me. This makes sense to me. I believe this and I believe this person can deliver it, right? So the visual but, is what really sells it. Right, yeah, no, 100%. Sorry, I was just thinking about the, the, the believing aspect is the agencies who have signed up for CaliCube Pro, which is our platform for building knowledge panels and managing brand on search, yep. have all signed up because they believe in what we're doing rather than because they necessarily think they can immediately sell it. And that was hugely interesting, is that there's a great belief and it's emotion. It's saying, yes, I think you're right. I want to be on this boat. Um, And that's wonderful. And now we obviously need to help them to actually make money from it. And what I think is that the napkin representation is something we don't have for CaliCube Pro and we need it. And we need it also for understanding deliverability and credibility. And we also need it for the three parts of the cert. So that's definitely something we're all going to have to work on. So this is a not very subtle message to the rest of the CaliCube Pro team and the CaliCube team. Let, let, let's get this onto our plates and start thinking about it. Oh, it changes everything too, by the way, Jason. So not only when you have the picture of your brilliance, the cocktail napkin of your, of your business's brilliance, then what you get to do is, I say, again, clarify, amplify, monetize. So when you can clarify yourself so clearly that and, and differentiating if not just clearly, but different than everybody else, then you have this, this foundation and then you look at amplify. So then everybody that's on your team, there's only four ways people take in our brilliance. They read us, they listen to us, they watch us and they interact with us. That's it. So all you need to do is figure out, okay, who's into on your team responsible for reading the brilliance of Cali cube. Okay. That's going to be your blog writer. That's going to be your website designer. And, and, and copywriter, right? That's going to be your mm-hmm. articles that you're going to write. What are they, how are they going to listen? 
So for example, you, you provide that on your podcast, right? And watch those two things and then interact. That's when you're doing presentations or when you're at a networking event or you're just at lunch with someone, right? Everybody on your team is going to be speaking the same language and being able to draw the same thing and they understand it. They understand it. And so then you start to create an organization that has consistency of messaging and now that has bigger energy because then wherever anybody sees you, Jason, no matter where they read, listen, watch, or interact with you, they're getting the same information. It's like it's like the marching orders to your army, to your team that goes, this is where we're going, right? right? That's where the monetization then comes from because it's strong enough in the marketplace to get noticed. Brilliant. Now, which is a huge point from our perspective with Calicube, the Calicube process, which is how we build digital marketing strategies, Calicube Pro, knowledge panels, and the SERP around a brand the one huge problem we have with every single company client and indeed people as well is not being consistent. Yeah. And being able to help them to be more consistent is a huge challenge for us. And it's a huge challenge for every business. I mean, you've talked about big businesses before. Yeah. To what extent is that process, the idea of saying we've got a napkin with one illustration that tells exactly what it is we stand for, what we're doing, what our brilliance is, within a huge organization. Is that realistic? Well, the National Speakers Association is doing it, and that's a, you know, several thousand (laughs) member, right? So, so there's organized, and, and, uh, you know, certainly, you know, Nike with a swoosh and three words has done it for years, right? Hmm. Um, So, so the, the, the idea of it is that you, um, how do I want to say this, is that it's realistic because it's it's like your foundation it's your it's your core but it's because it's visual everybody can understand it and remember it so yeah. like for example i never lose i can always be in any conversation with anyone at any time about what i do because my model is so firmly integrated into my life right we want that for every single person on your team to be able to do that to be able to mm. rattle that off and say, yes, this is, there's emotion underneath this, right? There's power underneath this. And so, yeah, it's a game changer. It's a game changer right. because it, it, and it also changes the dialogue because again, usually in, in situations where people have a brand and they're selling something to either B2C, B2B, it makes no matter. You have this diet, this dynamic energy dynamic of you're the buyer and I'm the seller. And will you here, here's my stuff. Will you buy it? Do you want it? And, and, and even just having sales conversations can cause anxiety to people. This is the thing that totally takes away anxiety about sales because I'm not selling me. I'm selling the, the, the smarts. I'm selling the idea, right? We want you to be able to do that. And, um, and, and I think it's, you know, it's going to just take, it's, it's an exponential growth tool. Oh, brilliant. Wonderful. Because I was talking about that last week is how to scale CaliCube. And this is going to be one of the solutions is having the cocktail napkin illustration of what our brilliance is. Thank you so much, Teresa. That was absolutely brilliant. It was Thank brilliant. Thank you so brilliant. much. I appreciate so- it, Jason. I love talking about cocktail napkin clarity. <laughs> and we have one last question, though, always is branded search. How can crystallization help with branded search? You have one minute. 
So crystallization can help with branded search because when you know yourself so well that you can draw it on a cocktail napkin, you've crystallized your brilliance, you can actually name that model as your thought leadership. So for example, I am Teresa Rose crystallizer. So that crystallization is my brand. Uh, 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 my brand. So when you have these great ideas and you want to bring it down to its essence, you can actually start to name and create its own brand around that brilliance that you have and just connect it to your name. And there you go. That's the branded search solution. Brilliant. And then that cocktail napkin will appear on your brand SERP as if by magic. As if by magic. By Google. Yes. Because wonderful. you've been doing it over and over and over and over again. You said the consistency is one of the biggest pain points. Yep. I would argue that lack of clarity is the reason why you're inconsistent. That's genius. Oh, that's a quote. Thank you very much. So you're welcome. Get clarity to become consistent. When you're consistent, Google will represent your brand correctly, but also all of your audience will see the same brand message across the entire digital ecosystem, and that will bring them down with all of those touch points to believe in you, to trust in you, and to want to do business with you, which is what we're here for. So thank you so much, Teresa. That was absolutely delightful. We're now going to pass the baton next week. It's Sarah Taher, SEO Strategy Mastery, Results Driven Growth. That's going to be hugely interesting. I'm really looking forward to that. Back to SEO from marketing this week, marketing with Teresa Rose, that was brilliant, crystallizing and uh, napkining. I think that might now be a verb. Could you pass <laughs> the baton, please? I will. It's my favorite clicker. So I'm going to just hand it over to Sarah. Ooh. There you go, Sarah. Take it away. <laughs> brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for watching. That was CaliCube Tuesdays, Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. And you get the song. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Jason. Thank Cali you. Cube. It's all about your brand, SERP.